Republic Broadcasting Network, republicbroadcasting.org, March 19th, 2023, we are live, and wow, <laughs> they're going for it. They are going for it, these evil ones, at the behest of their evil master. They're going for it. And so all bets are off. Um, you know, this is going to be a very wicked an evil time, full of tribulation. Uh, they're bringing it forth. And they're reaping the whirlwind. And all of you that protect them, these plotters, these schemers, you are open targets coming up very quickly. I, didn't, I don't want it to be this way. I, nobody does. But we've got a mass die-off happening, this excess mortality. You've got a lot of innocent people being caught up in these conflicts, especially the one over there in ancient Kazaria, a.k.a. Ukraine. You know, people get caught up in these levels of understanding with Ukraine. And, you know, you see, like, not even conservative ink types, like even alternative kind of people that are unplugged from the propaganda machine pretty far but yet they still think that their only reason we're over there is to protect these biological warfare research facilities from Putin you know they're not looking at the the, the chessboard the ancient chessboard see you know uh, many of us in our understanding we have this unfortunate inability to dig backwards into the annals of history and kind of try to tie some of that together with the modern understanding of what we're seeing on the surface. And so you see all these people and, you know, all of these kind of websites talking about, you know, the reasons why we're this, this, and this, and, but we, we have to realize we're dealing with people that are generational plotters, uh, generational planners, even if they're not necessarily plotting. Um, very patient, patient people. Uh, Jews especially, very, very patient as far as their... Uh, long-range plants. The Chinese, very, very patient. Americans tap their foot in front of the freaking microwave waiting for their food, well, food to get nuked because <laughs> it's not nuking it fast enough. And so this is one of our weaknesses. 
And so, you know, look, this bank stuff, you know, I started on last Friday. Not the Friday, just passed the previous Friday when SVB, all this stuff. You know, and you look at these people that had their money in SVB. Um, all these people that got their money out, okay, the billions that got pulled out, Israeli banks and all that stuff. Um, Mr. Producer, get five, clip five ready. Now, many of you have probably heard this. It's Greg Reese, but uh, it kind of ties some of this stuff together uh, in one kind of short clip where it gets into the Epstein investigations uh, and some of the tie-ins with SVB. and It's such a sleazy underbelly of this world. Remember that quote-unquote Illuminati banker, the, was it a Dutch guy, a while back, um, blew the whistle on a whole bunch of stuff. You know, this these elite, people with the Babylonian money magic types. Uh, They're really into the depravity side of things. You know, the sexual depravity and unfortunately this, this unction that people get that they think that they're serving this force, this evil force in the universe by sacrificing babies and innocents and all this strange stuff. It really just, you know, um, really just makes you uh, sick that people would get caught up in this um, paradigm to think that this this innocent little i mean these people that produce these babies like these generational satanist families that they actually have babies just so they can kill them and they have these breeders and all this weird stuff that you get into and you're just like my gosh how wicked um but let's listen to clip five go ahead and run that one Weeks before the Silicon Valley bank collapse, several executives sold off large shares of stock, while mainstream media tells its audience to invest in them. On March 9th, the day before the collapse, Israel's two largest banks pulled up to $1 billion out of SVB, while Peter Thiel's Founders Fund withdrew millions and advised their clients to do the same. The next day, there was a run on the bank, and Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. Is this evidence of a controlled demolition or a hasty one? The day before the collapse, a U.S. judge ordered J.P. Morgan Chase to turn over documents in a lawsuit accusing them of aiding in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking operation. The team behind this lawsuit was the same team who successfully exposed the involvement of Deutsche Bank, and they subpoenaed several other banks they believe were involved in sex trafficking including Silicon Valley Bank and Bank Lumi, the Israeli bank that drained a billion dollars out of SVB the day before it collapsed. Whatever the reason, 
the U.S. government's response threatens to collapse the world economy. The FDIC insures up to $250,000 for each depositor, but now they are going to cover all depositor losses. And they don't have enough to cover the $175 billion of SVB losses, let alone the trillions of dollars to be lost on the near horizon as banks across the world begin to break. The systemic risk among GSIBs, global systemically important banks, is that they are so deeply connected that when one falls, they will all follow. Much of the world's economy is already collapsing due to the actions of the U.S. government and the Federal Reserve banking system. And much of the world has been preparing for the end of the U.S. dollar as a world reserve currency. After all the smaller banks die, the people will be left with the central bank, and their solution is the CBDC. CBDC stands for Central Bank Digital Currency. With CBDC, there are no more options. Everyone's account is run directly through the central bank system. As the financial system gets more controlling and more invasive, it's a little bit like bringing up a corral around us. And CBDCs, central bank digital currencies and vaccine passports or digital IDs, are sort of the last uh, shutting of the gate. It's hard for many people to imagine the risks here because we're so used to living with financial transaction freedom. And we don't understand that when this gate closes on us, we literally will be sitting in a system where the central banks believe that our assets belong to them and they can dictate where we can spend money and what we can spend money on. If you don't behave, you can have your money turned off. There are 12 Federal Reserve Banks, which are located in cities being considered for the 15-minute city model of the World Economic Forum. This is where it's all headed, and there isn't much pushback in the federal government. Utah Senator Mike Lee introduced the No CBDC Act last September, which will likely go nowhere. But we the people have much more sway over our local governments. An Oklahoma House committee unanimously passed a bill to protect Oklahomans from being forced to adopt a CBDC. It's time for we the people to unite with our neighbors and local communities and prepare to liberate ourselves. Um, Crisis incoming as beef cows hit a level not seen since 1962. Okay. First, we had a health crisis, allegedly with the COVID-19 fiasco, but then they rolled out these shots, and now we do seem to have a excess mortality crisis. We all just saw this uh, Italian swimmer kill himself. Uh, this is all over the you know various news sites. Um, now we're experiencing a banking crisis as bank after bank fails and bank runs are set to intensify. We'll see how this plays out. Want to know what comes next? The food crisis. Okay, so we've been, you know, on this broadcast and others, warning about this um, neo Holodomor, um, that these uh, these schemers are trying to foist upon us. Okay, um, this war on our food supply. Look at all these poultry so-called 
viruses floating around where you have to destroy all this poultry. Look at all these food processing plants. Now, all of a sudden, oh, we got no cows left. Um, then you have Bill Gates telling you he's going to inject every last cow with mRNA because science. Um, but you can see they're doing everything can they can to stop you from eating meat. Um, so they're looking at you know, casual observer on Twitter, number of beef cows in the U.S. drops to the lowest level since 62. Um, Americans need to be prepared to eat a lot less beef because the size of the national cattle herd is steadily shrinking. Well, think about this. And, I, and when I was reading this, I'm like, okay, well, thinking about these vanguards and black rocks all up here at the top calling the shots for so many businesses and how they can directly or even indirectly squeeze um, cattle ranchers and so forth to thin their own herds due to pricing and, and all this other stuff. Um, as I detailed in a previous article, even CNN is admitting that we are currently in the midst of the worst food crisis in modern history. But even though children are literally dropping dead from starvation on the other side of the planet, a lot of people here in the U.S. refuse to take this crisis seriously. Um, as long as their stomachs are full, they think that everything's just fine. But the truth is that conditions are also starting to get tight here in the U.S. Um so as of January 1st, 2023, there's an 89.3 million head inventory, which is 3% lower than the total from a year ago and the lowest since 2015 of that number. 38.3 uh, million cows and heifers have calved. Additionally, there are 28.9 million beef cows, which are those explicitly bred for slaughter and meat sales. As of the start of this year, which is down nearly 4% from last year and the lowest the agency has recorded since 1962. Um, just kind of putting that out there, I, I'm no expert in the food supply. Um, warning, here come the bank bail-ins. Okay. But there's something new they're going to roll out this time around, bank bail-ins. Why bail, why bail out a bank with money from Congress if you could just take the money right out of your existing bank account? Gee, what a novel concept. Um, the 2010 Obama-era Dodd-Frank Act claims to protect your money by allowing banks to steal it through a process called bank bail-ins. And we've been covering this on this broadcast since I came on the air but in the last number of weeks and months, I've been covering it a lot because a lot of people have been warning about it. Um, unfortunately, it looks like we might all become experts on this in the weeks to come. Um, think about these glitches at Bank of America and then Wells Fargo as the SB, SVB thing was going on. Um, very, very crazy with the fdic bankers i've been playing that clip um gosh uh the deagle projections for 2025 this massive depopulation it seems to get looking more and more plausible and more and more of an actual possibility by the day i mean think about how quickly things are moving this rapid clip this cascade 
of events. It's just, it's like waves, boom, boom, boom. Um, you know, um, you know, I was thinking about this. I was, I was thinking about this White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. This, you know, the Haitians, of course, speak French and a lot of French names and so forth. So, Corinne Jean-Pierre Marie Antoinette, same amount of syllables. Isn't that just fitting for the tail end of this republic that we've got our own Marie Antoinette, Corinne Jean-Pierre, black lesbian, um, White House press secretary that sits up there and just outright lies from the time she gets up there to the time she walks off. You know, full of this, you know, Orwellian newspeak. Um, it's, it's fascinating that the, you know, these people can just. I mean, I guess when you're possessed by the spirit of this age, you know, this Alinskyite craft that all of them have learned to project. And to gaslight and all these other things to project onto your political foe or opponent the exact thing which you're up to, and then just to outright lie to people, uh, even the most you know be, you know base and unnecessary things to lie about just to lie about just just to make lying about the bigger things that much easier. Um, very, very crazy. You know, I, I saw this floating around in the last couple of weeks, the red cross, this, this, this organization is trash. Okay. Um, and it's, they've been, they're just like been busted giving maps to these illegal immigrants. Um, if you use contraceptive methods, don't forget to bring them with you. In necessary cases, some Red Cross clinics and medical brigades will give them to you for free. Um, has maps and guides for migrants to make the dangerous journeys to the U.S.-Mexico border, according to documents. Uh, the map, which is part of a packet stamped with the International Committee of the Red Cross and American Red Cross logo, shows a list of resources, including hotels, clinics, and shelters where migrants can get support in Mexico, Mexico and Central America. The maps include clearly defined lines leading to cities along the U.S. border. The organization also has a guide to self-care along the journey. So these NGOs, all controlled by the so-called elites, they're all in on the game. United States Council of Catholic Bishops, Banks. I was looking at the websites of some of these banks because I'm, you know, you look for E. I've been looking for ESG stuff and some of these regional banks here. And guess what? They've all got pages on ESG and refugee resettlement and all this crap. They've all been co-opted. So banks here in the St. Louis area, you know, they got a few billion dollars in assets. And you can look up look at their freaking website and just, you know, go to their about or 
what we who we are, you know, a little section of their websites, and they're all into this ESG crap, environmental, which is green, social, which is anti-white, which is demonized whitey, uh, diversity, you know, all this stuff, uh, no governance. They're all on board with it. So, you know, and I mean, this SB, SVB thing was so freak, is so gangster. Um, so I, it's just, it's just mind blowing. Um, so Ray Dalio recently issued the start warning on the SVB collapse, likening the meltdown to a canary in the coal mine. In other words, the initial collapses of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank were simply the first dominoes to fall, and the worst likely hasn't happened yet. We recently saw Meta or Facebook lay off an additional 11,000 workers. Though the company claims that the cuts were brought on by a shifting core focus for the social media giant. Um, on Friday, another major financial firm filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection, SVB's parent company, the Silicon Valley Bank Financial Group. Um, and then we know we see what's going on with the uh, Credit Suisse, with the, you know, the Bank of Sweden having to try to take over. Uh, it's all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, Elon Musk's nanny. Um, he's not the Antichrist, but he will present the mark. The compound L or Elion, the the compound name L Elion, God Most High, occurs in Genesis fourteen eighteen through twenty as God, whose priest was Melchizedek, King of Salem. This the form appears again almost immediately in verse twenty two, used by Abraham in an oath to the king of um, Sodom. And this verse, the name of God also occurs in apposition to El Elyon in the Masoretic text, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm giving you two disclaimers right off the bat on this one. This is an involved.com. First, I like Elon Musk. I'm sure he's not the anti. I sure hope he's not the Antichrist or the forerunner who will present the mark of the beast. That would be a real bummer. I like the guy. I like his cars. I like the solar roof. I like the Optimus robot. I like what he's done for free speech on Twitter. So basically what I'm trying to say is not a, I'm not an Elon Musk hater, but I'm also a reporter and I have to report things fairly and accurately, which leads to my second disclaimer. Second, I cannot verify the truth of this lady's story. It may be entirely fake. She may be fake, but it's going viral on Twitter right now. So I'm going to cover it and let you decide because the things she say are wild. And it's, it's, it's a short clip, so you can just watch it yourself. But here's what stands out to me. She says she was Elon's nanny when he's growing up. She says his original name was El Elyon, which, if you, you know, the etymology of El, that is troubling. Um, uh, Elyon Reeves Musk, and it's, it's head in esoteric knowledge. Very few people outside of his family know this, and he became popular, more well-known. He dropped a Y, but he didn't drop it far. Think Tesla Model Y. Um 
be careful heaping your praises on him. He is not who you would want to give any sort of dominion to. Remember his Halloween costume, and I'm going off the script here, his devil's champion, big upside-down crosses and all that. <clears throat> the nanny claims he opened a portal in his room and was into really dark stuff. She then talks about asking the circle about this, which is unclear what she means, but sounds like the family was involved in some demonic circle group. Um, and then she says he's not the Antichrist, but he will present the mark. So, I, you know, I, it's interesting that, you know, um, that, that kind of stuff's coming out. And I'm not going to read the whole article. It goes on very, very, uh, long way here. Um, but very fascinating. Um, <laughs> coming up on break here, former governor, and this is on Israel 365 news, former governor, Andrew Cuomo announces new group progressives for Israel. So Cuomo been through all his drama, responsible for the deaths of a lot of people in those nursing homes was really one of the catalysts in the, in the early parts of this COVID operation, real slime bag. Um, so he announced his plan on March 13th to start a pro-Israel group via a video played at Carnegie Hall during World Values Network's 80th commemoration of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. I'm starting an organization called Progressives for Israel. I, I'm going to call the question for Democrats. Do you stand with Israel? Do you stand against Israel? Because silence is not an option, said Cuomo, who resigned among multiple sexual assault allegations a year and a half ago. It's time for our officials to condemn anti-Semitism, not just with their words, but with their actions. You can't denounce anti-Semitism, but waver on Israel's right to exist and defend itself. Cuomo referred to, him, referred to himself as a Shabbos Goy. Um, and and the Shabbos Goy can do the work that benefits both the Jewish community and the non-Jewish community, he said. The Shabbos Goy can turn on the lights on the Sabbath because it benefits everyone. It's time to turn on the lights. It was not immediately clear if Cuomo was serious about creating a new group or speaking rhetorically. Several progressive groups focused on Israel exist, and JNS could find a web presence for a new Cuomo-run group. Uh, a Twitter handle called Progressives for Israel added in all capital letters to its profile, not affiliated with Andrew Cuomo. So Cuomo very well could be trying to dip his toe in the water and see how things feel um, coming up in the next political season 2024 not what not what he wants to do he's got the ac um, initials 1313 and i've kept, i remember uh, years ago i told everybody keep your eyes on him and gavin, gavin newsom um they were the now newsom i don't know I don't know how popular he's going to be nationwide. He's definitely got the the hair and the 
I guess, the looks to be a politician. And he's got the Marxist credentials out there in California. So uh, keep your eyes on Newsom. But uh, looks like uh, Cuomo's trying to dip his toe in the water. We shall see. Uh, there's the break. We'll be back on the other side. We can now realize our dreams to the victimless balls on show. The land is pure as the sauce on the street. The land is pure as the dripping snow. We are under the hammer. We're still there. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Which will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bullshit out there. So I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, the Snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers, truth tellers. Stay strong. You're listening to RBN in defense of the Republic. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY.
from the crowd With the love for your nation undimmed Well, it seems that your country is crumbling But you won't stand and let the enemy win Your duty is to stand firm and steadfast To stand proud and stand free is a must You are the light in the darkness You are the diamonds in the dust. You are the diamonds in the dust. Yeah, you are the diamonds in the dust. I said you are the diamonds in the dust. All right, we are back radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. I guess I should get into this Trump um, indictment. Warfare, lawfare going on. You know, um, this Bragg character, this fat black guy up there in New York City, the uh, Manhattan district attorney, took a million bucks from uh, Soros, NGO fronts, you know, open society and so forth. You know, these... Unfortunately, this is the pattern. Now you got this Gascon character and you in LA and you had Chesa Boudin that got ran out over there in San Francisco. Uh, but it seems like um, they really like to grab some uh, black um, far left types to be um, prosecuting attorneys. It really gives them some cover to do a lot of wicked things. As you know, the St. Louis city circuit attorney is in the process of possibly being run out of office now by the state of Missouri. And uh, you've got another one of these characters in St. Louis County named Wesley Bell that was birthed from the BLM baloney. And then you've got this Alvin Bragg character who looks like he's doing some dirty work here to try to get Trump caught up in the, uh, you know, system here once again, especially since he's out in front for the nomination presently. Um, Mr. Producer, get clip 13 ready. And um, 
and this is just a short breakdown and then I'll read a little bit um, out of this article, but go ahead and roll clip 13. Joining us now is former Deputy Assistant Attorney General John Yu. Professor, the, the justice system should do the right thing the right way. So what are your thoughts on this process and the prosecutor in this case? I think this is a seriously flawed prosecution. Look, no former president is above the law. The founders clearly contemplated that you could prosecute a former president if it was serious enough. And that's very serious enough. Here, you have an elected DA, an elected Democrat in New York City, prosecuting not just a former president, but an active candidate for the presidency in the next election. This is unprecedented, has never happened before in the history of our country. And for what? As you said, Trey, for allegedly paying off someone for sex. This is a prosecution that was so flawed that the federal prosecutors in New York City looked at it and they dropped it. They decided not to go forward. And so you have to ask, as, as you said, Trey, is this an example of politicized prosecution? I have, I have strong doubts whether this will ever get to a jury. I have strong doubts whether will, this will actually ever lead to the conviction of President Trump. He could easily get off all these charges and be declared innocent. You know, Professor, if this prosecutor had a reputation for being really tough on everything, and some prosecutors do, I mean, really tough on everything, then I'd say, you know, you're probably going to lose, but I understand it. This particular district attorney has a really long list, John, of what he will not prosecute. I mean, gun cases and resisting arrest and interfering with police officers. He's not interested in that. But paying someone for their silence is the highest and best use of his office. Uh, Look, Trey, I think I I agree with you that this is going to make the prosecution look utterly political. It's going to undermine faith in the justice system when you have a prosecutor who, as you say, is not prosecuting serious crimes in New York City and then is really, I think, twisting and stretching the law to try to reach out and prosecute former President Trump for something that happened six, seven years ago, well outside what we call the statute of limitations generally for something like this, where the accusation is really not paying off for uh, sex, but the actual claim is that President Trump and his company fiddled with the books. That's usually you have to bring those cases within two years, and it doesn't require any kind of jail time. It's usually a misdemeanor. So this guy, the prosecutor, is really, really, I think, going too far in trying to bring President Trump within the scope of the law and within the scope of a prosecution. And, and you know, Professor, former President Trump may have legal exposure as it relates to the classified documents or the retention of government property or January 6th. I I don't know because I don't know the facts. I just know this is weak as water. And and, and you run the risk of, of jeopardizing our justice system when you play games with your political opponents. If you have a good case against him, go make it but not over buying silence when you won't even prosecute prostitution in your own jurisdiction. I'll give you the last word. Look, we have an important norm in our society of not going after our former presidents in the criminal justice system. And it's because we don't want them worrying about getting sued or prosecuted when they have to make some of the toughest, most difficult decisions in the country. So if you're going to go after a president, it's got to be for something really important. As you said, Trey, maybe January 6th. 
maybe even classified documents, though I'm dubious about that one. And we don't know the facts yet. That might be something important. All right, go ahead, stop But to bring a case... Um, Now, you know, some of the... Some of the real white hat, black hat type people are going to be like, this sets president. So then they can go after Obama and Hillary and all them, you know. Um, Anyway, but this was up on Twitter. Greg Price in 2022, Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg reduced 52 percent of all felony charges to a misdemeanor. Now he's elevating a misdemeanor to a felony that the feds refuse to prosecute to indict Trump. Criminals roam free. Political opponents go to jail. Um, you know, it's just like uh, the the amount of goofiness that goes on in New York City right now. Um, pretty wild. Now, up on National File, the Biden regime to arrest 700 to 1,200 additional January 6th Capitol protesters. Okay, so federal prosecutors have told court officials to expect an additional 700 to 1,200 arrests and charges in connection with the January 6th Capitol protest. Over 1,000 have already been arrested and charged, with the most common guilty plea being picketed in a, picketing in a federal building, especially trespassing. While such an offense generate a fine, if any action at all, federal prosecutors and judges have thrown the book at January 6th protesters and signaled that they will continue to do so. Um, another seven to 1,200 people. I mean, I don't... I don't know if the country can handle seeing this all go down again. Now, this is up on Sorcha Fall. Trump assassination this week will be Kennedy chaos public execution replay. Um, so, um, let me just get into this part here. Um, so, in con- and this talks about DeSantis remaining silent while assessing the changing paradigm of the 2024 election. Um, Republican Party candidate Vivek Ramaswamy declared it is un-American for the ruling party to use police power to arrest its political uh, ri- rivals. This will mark a dark moment in American history and will undermine public trust in our electrical system itself. Former Vice President Pence stated, like many Americans, I'm just I'm just taken aback. You have a major crime wave in New York, especially New York City. You have um, literally a Democratic Party that's that's dismantled the criminal justice system in that city, undercut the NYPD, and this is what the Manhattan DA says is their top priority. It reeks of the kind of political prosecution that we endured back in the days of the Russia hoax and the whole impeachment over a phone call. Um, top Republican Party leader, House Speaker McCarthy, posted the message. Here we go again, an outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance against Trump. I'm directing relevant committees to immediately investigate if federal funds are being used to subvert our democracy by interfering in elections with politically motivated prosecuted prosecutions, all of which joined by world-renowned Uh, Constitutional law expert Jonathan Turley at the Georgetown University Law, observing the Manhattan DA's potential case against former uh, President Trump is legally pathetic. This is a flawed case. Uh, 
is based on a state charge effectively prosecuting the federal election violation. That federal case was rejected by the Justice Department. There are also statutes of limitation questions that could come into play. Um, so then Pelosi says the former um, president's announcement this morning is reckless doing so to keep himself in the news and to foment unrest among his supporters. Um, the last time he did this, he and his supporters attempted a coup. Um, the Department of Justice declares uh, President Trump uh, started the January 6th protest with a protest tweet, so supporters through the evidence proves otherwise. Um, last week it saw a federal judge demanding a January 6th defendant immediately show up in court because this former U.S. Army combat veteran met with President Trump at a conservative conference, all of which more than explains why articles are appearing that Donald Trump's post claiming he'll be arrested Tuesday could see him denied bail over fears he'll try and incite a January 6th riot. Um, earlier today, the report continues. Uh, George Soros-funded Democrat Party prosecutor Bragg unjustly and illegally persecuting Trump declared in an email to his staff, please know that your safety is our top priority. We have full confidence in our outstanding staff and investigators, along with our great OCA and NYPD colleagues, and we'll continue to coordinate with all of them. We do not tolerate attempts to intimidate our office or threaten the rule of law in New York. Um, when President Trump is, if and when Trump is brought in, hundreds if not thousands of heavily armed forces will be president. Uh, final preparations being made to arrest Trump uh, next week. He will be fingerprinted and processed like every other defendant. Um, the Secret Service will make the decision whether to handcuff him or not. Uh, let's see here. Um, but anyway... So in 1968, and this is when it gets into the, the Kennedy stuff, the most feared man in America was Democrat Party presidential frontrunner, U.S. Senator Robert Kennedy, <clears throat> who everyone knew that upon taking office would end the Vietnam War, dismantle the military-industrial complex, and destroy the CIA. Shortly after midnight, after winning the uh, 5th of June 1968, after winning the California primary, Senator Kennedy left the ballroom of the Ambassador Hotel in L.A., and um, this is where he, you know, he gets shot by this MK Ultra Sirhan, Sirhan, whatever happened there that night. Um, but let's see. Robert Kennedy Jude. You know, and then there's people, you know, talking about um, RFK Jr., um, getting into this race, and he's the only one that can basically keep the country from balkanizing and all that. I'm seeing these articles floating around. Um, and so um, Judge Napolitano stunned the world when he revealed ju just in the last few days, uh, I'll tell you a story about JFK. So Trump, as you know, I was privileged to be consulted by him many, many times during his presidency, blah, 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 blah. He twice considered me for the Supreme Court, another story for another time. But in one of our interviews, he said to me, don't forget, uh, 
I'm going to release the JFK files. I've said, I'm not going to forget it, Mr. President. On the contrary, I'm going to remind you. The last conversation we had while he's in the White House, which is now about um, two weeks or 10 days before Biden being inaugurated, I reminded him of this. He said to me, yes, you, you're quite correct, Judge. I did say that. But if you saw what I saw, you wouldn't release it either. Someday when we're not on a phone call with 15 other people listening, I'll tell you what I saw. Now, what the hell did he see? I don't know. It must have terrified him. He's one of the strongest characters I've ever known in my life and suddenly became afraid to follow through on a promise he made, not just to me, but the American public servant, uh, public several times. Uh, and knowing the near certainty that President Trump will be assassinated in a staged chaotic environment like um, that used to murder Senator Kennedy and Lee Harvey Oswald, this report concludes. Former Secret Service officer and current Fox News host Dan Bongino delivered two powerful warnings to the American peoples yesterday. There. We are living in a police state. Um, it is a police state more than confirmed as true when noticing that America has had 46 presidents of whom four were assassinated, two were suspected of being assassinated, two were wounded in assassination attempts, and 15 had assassination plots discovered before they could be carried out. 23 of the 46 presidents impacted by deadly attacks that doesn't include President Richard Nixon, who was forced from office for ending the Vietnam War, but was too popular to be assassinated after having won the largest landslide election in American history. Nor does it include President Woodrow Wilson, whose wife Edith Bowling Galt Wilson secretly ran the U.S. government while he lay on his deathbed from what many believe was an assassination poisoning. Um, and just prior to his assassination poisoning, President Wilson gravely warned, since I entered politics, we all know about the uh, interlocking, complete pervasive conspiracy and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I was going to read something that the hijacker sent me. So we got a situation. Trump's going to report at the Manhattan District court to be arrested after gaming it out it looks like a 30 percent chance they jfk trump on the steps of the manhattan district courthouse C country erupts biden declares martial law they nationalize the banks under the new fed bank next day iran sinks a u.s navy ship and america goes to war heads up um Trump locks up the GOP nomination the minute he's arrested. DeSantis is knocked out. Trump then comes into play as a JFK model, creating the biggest false flag in U.S. history. With that being said, it's a 50-50 chance but that they are that stupid to indict him. But if they do, it means not about a whore or money to a lawyer, but about putting Trump in a JFK-type kill box. Trump being arrested means nothing legally, but it does mean one or two things. We're being played, and they want Trump to come back to quarterback World War III or two. They are setting up Trump in a JFK-type kill box. It's one or the other. If you want to re um, – let's see. If they do Trump, the banks will be closed and nationalized the next day. Martial law declared in the same speech the next day at noon from the Oval Office. If the banking system is a near collapse, as some say, then the elite have is their war cord or the Trump card. Um, 
in the controller's minds, it would be the perfect weapon play. Not only do they get rid of the loudmouth leader, but then they could blame the violent white Trump voters for bringing down the economic system, creating a natural racial division. It was those white Trump voters that created all these problems. They ought to be locked up. Um, the models of the latest Trump story movement, it's organic but incredibly stupid that the Trump's enemies have handed Trump the GOP presidential nomination and that Trump's base will turn out for the primaries in mass overwhelming DeSantis's people. Well, a lot of people believe DeSantis is just playing a role right now anyway, um, that he is basically calling out all of the, the conservative ink types to get behind him and that so forth. Model two, Trump's working on the inside and this latest indictment plays to set Trump up to take over in order to quarterback the next world war three with Iran, Russia and or China. Um, I mean, so, you know, there's some interesting, it's some interesting um, kind of wargaming there to kind of, you know, kind of get your mind kind of around some of these, you know, possible, you know, now get, now Gateway Pundit had this up, breaking, is this all a scam? Now it looks like President Trump will not be arrested Tuesday. Um, late Saturday night, a report came out that maybe Trump won't be arrested. The American people force fed liberal garbage for another entire weekend. We'll never get this time back. Um, so, you know, so you just don't know. Um, Elon Musk commented on the two-tier justice system that ignores the 459 documented crimes found in Hunter Biden's laptop. <clears throat> so we'll see how this plays out. Um, they might back off, um, you know, from this whole thing due to the amount of coverage it's gotten in the alternative media. Now, the big thing that people are talking about is Warren Buffett brought in to solve the banking crisis over 20 private jets land in Omaha on Saturday. All right. Um, so people were talking about all these 186 U.S. banks may be prone to the same risks as Silicon Valley Bank. This number is high, likely higher as the pressures that regional banks are facing are ramping up. Um, the number comes from a recent economic study published on March 13th. Um, you know, look, this fractional reserve system, you know, banks want to make money for their shareholders. And so to keep enough reserves, you know, on hand and not have them out there in circulation or being invested in A, B, C, or D, uh, you know, I mean, hell. But they've had a lot of jets right there in Omaha, and so who knows, is is this you know the next rewrite of the system or how to kick the can down the road a little bit further? Who knows? But we're going to open the phones up in the next hour. Anybody wants to call in and kind of weigh in, I'll take I'll take a few calls. Um, but so you got this gang of people. 
you know, Warren Buffett and all them. Silicon Valley Bank was on Federal Reserve's radar for more than a year. Federal Reserve of San Francisco issued <clears throat> six citations and flagged the bank as a ticking time bomb. Okay, well then how do how are they on Forbes's uh, list of the you know, the best bank for the last five years. Okay. So what's that say about Forbes and all this, you know, I'm looking at some of the banks around here and I'm like, Oh gosh, some of them are on Forbes's list as good banks too. <laughs> and so 117 of the 173 billion in deposits were mortgage backed securities at SVB, you know, so, you know, I don't know. So it's a hot mess. Um, all right, so there's the break. We'll see you guys on the other side. Six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine Thank you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be a bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.